0: Come on in and welcome to On The Beam Podcast. I am so excited that you have joined me, the host, Marquita Green, as I have come to empower you and to inspire and encourage you to find the balance in your life. You know where it is to be on the beam of life, that place where you might be overwhelmed that place where you are wearing so many hats and you might feel a little unbalanced and a little off-kilter. Well, hopefully these few nuggets that I will give you will just keep you grounded and allow you to find balance while on the beam of life. Stay tuned. Welcome to a brand new month. This month is so significant to me because For me, it represents life. And so I am going to be taking you on a journey this month of the movies that are my absolute most favorite movies, those that give me life in the emotional sense, the ones that keep me grounded. And so the first movie for this month, we're going to be talking about The Lion King. It's an animated film, so some of you may not have seen it. I can't really get into all of the nuggets, but I encourage you to watch it if you haven't. What I want to share with you in the few minutes that we have is that there's this one portion where we really see how a demonic force can come and take you away from your calling. Let's dig in. So we have two main characters initially. In this particular, in the Lion King 1, it is a trilogy, but in this Lion King 1, We have Mustafa, who is the king of the land, and then we have his brother, Scar, who is the enemy. And so we don't know why Mustafa got to reign as opposed to Scar, but we do see that there's tension in the reigning. There's this, this sense of unhappiness by Scar because his brother, Mustafa, is in control. And so he's looking for ways to get in control. We know in the movie that Mustafa has seed. He's birthed out a son who will automatically take on the kingship when Mustafa's reign ends or when he's ready to pass the title. And so what we see is his son Simba growing up and being groomed to take the reins? He's being groomed to become king, and Scar is not with it. Scar just does not understand why this kid would take his quote unquote rightful place. And so, what we see is a, a moment where Scar kills Mustafa, which would automatically give Simba the reins. But what he does is he corners Simba, he being Scar, the enemy, corners Simba, the person who is in position to take authority. Scar corners Simba and says, why did you kill your father? It was your fault that your father is dead. And because of that, Simba found himself in a rock and a hard place. Simba found himself in a situation where he didn't feel comfortable going back home. He didn't feel comfortable going back into the kingdom and being responsible for killing his father. He didn't want to be responsible for allowing his mom to be a widow. He didn't want to be responsible for pulling the king's title away prematurely and so instead of going back and afraid of what was behind him he went ahead of him and so he went out into the forest he went out into this desert land and he he was there by himself he didn't really know what to expect but then there were people that came into that forest and he thought he was being attacked so he found himself in a fight So what we realize is that sometimes we find ourselves in places like Simba. Sometimes we find ourselves in a spot where we can't go back because what's behind us is too scary. What's behind us is too daunting. What's behind us brought us too much pain or we think it might bring us too much pain because we're really not sure of what might meet us. In the one direction. But if we go in the other direction, there are other battles to face. We don't really know what we're coming against. It could be a season of isolation. It could be a season of war. It could be a season of famine. It could be a season where we're meant to fight. And so some of us have found ourselves in this same place. We found ourselves in a rock and a hard place. We couldn't go back, but there were some concerns going forward. So although Simba was in this going forward place for a while, he could not stay in that forward place because an attack came against him. Remember, I said that there were people that came into the forest. And when the people came into a forest, Simba had to fight for his right to stay. And so there's this, I can't go forward, but I can't go back. And so I'm stuck. What do I do? Oh, what do I do? Take a moment and just think about whether or not you have ever found yourself in a rock and a hard place. Have you ever found that your past was overwhelming, that your past was like a cloud of darkness hovering over you and you never wanted to return? But then there was something in front of you that you really couldn't see, where you really couldn't get a good picture of what was before you and you were maybe even afraid of going forward because you didn't know what to expect and you didn't know where to, what you were walking into and so you stayed put you couldn't go back you couldn't go forward and so you found yourself again in a, rock and a hard place and didn't know where to turn have you found yourself in that place take a second and allow yourself to revisit that space let's break Hopefully, you took some time to think about the rock in a hard place. Maybe you haven't been there, but maybe you were able to take your mind to a place where you watched somebody else be in between a rock and a hard place where they felt stuck and couldn't move, where there was no way to turn. You couldn't go back, but you couldn't go forward. Again, maybe it wasn't you, but maybe your loved ones couldn't go back and they couldn't go forward. They didn't know which way to turn. Finances were coming and going. They didn't have enough to make ends meet going forward, but they couldn't go back to where they came because they burned those bridges. Maybe they couldn't go back to a job that they left because they didn't leave it right, but then there wasn't another one coming before them. Or the one that was presented to them caused them to second guess their standards and values. And so they couldn't go into that new position. Maybe the relationships were torn away. Maybe the relationship in the past was one that was mentally or physically abusive. And so you couldn't go back. But then what presented itself in front of you was equally just as bad or maybe there was some deception that you wasn't quite sure of and so you stared clear of that relationship I don't know what your rock in a hard place was I don't know what rock and a hard place you've seen people experience but we've all found ourselves in that place at some point and trust if you haven't found yourself in that place just yet live a little longer And I guarantee you, something will come up against you where you're not sure which way to go. You're not sure which decision to make. You're not sure what lies ahead of you, but yet you can't go back. And so as I was thinking about this, I was reminded of the people in Israel. I I was reminded of Moses. And when he was trying to bring the people out of captivity, when he was taking the people Into the the land of of plenty, of good and plenty. Well, when they were on their journey, there was this season where they approached the Red Sea. And when they approached the Red Sea, they found themselves, guess where? (laughs) And you got it. In a rock and a hard place. If you think about it, behind them was the, the enemy. Behind them was the army. So there were so many people, Pharaoh and his clan was coming up against Moses and his people. They were coming to attack them. They were coming to destroy them. They were coming to take them out. So Moses and the Israelites could not go back because going back meant they had to face death. Going back meant they were facing this army. Going back meant destruction. However, When they looked at what was ahead, there was this huge Red Sea. There was no way to go because if they went forward, they would fall in. And guess what that would mean? That would mean their demise to another extent. They would fall into their death. So what they, and and it was so wide and it was so broad that they didn't have a way around it. They couldn't go to the left or the right. They could either go forward or they could go back again. Either position was a bad position to be in. They couldn't go back because they were being tormented. But if they went forward, they were causing their own destruction or so they thought. And so they felt that they were in a rock and a hard place. And what we see is we see where Moses calls out to God and say, God, we need you. And so when he does that, when he calls out to God, he says, God, we need you. And watch this. When you open up the book of Exodus, go with me to chapter 14 and start down in verse 15. And it reads, and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed would harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and the horsemen. And so when you're reading that, what we realize is that. God is always with us. God is always in the midst. And so what he essentially said was, son, I got you. I'm covering you and the Israelites. Take your rod, strike the water, and you will be on dry ground and you will go to the other side. And when Moses did what God called him to do, that's when we see the parting of the Red Sea. And that's when we see that the Israelites were able to cross onto the other side. They were able to walk on dry, on dry ground and get to the other side but guess what happened before they could get to the other side and get on solid ground the pharaoh and his people the egyptians were coming suit they were coming behind them remember they were behind so they were coming soon. But as soon as Pharaoh and his army, my God, as soon as Pharaoh and the enemy got to that Red Sea, got to their dry land, boom, the dry land was not dry anymore. And Pharaoh and the Egyptians went tumbling in. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that We have had moments like Moses and the Israelites. We have had moments where we have found ourselves in a rock and a hard place. Whether we want to admit it or not. We have found ourselves in places where we couldn't go back because we left wrong. We couldn't go back because our attitude stunk. We couldn't go back because we burned bridges. We couldn't go back because there was too much pain. We couldn't go back because there was too much hurt. We couldn't go back. But if we went forward there was still something that we couldn't see. There was still something that would have been holding us back. There was still something paralyzing us. And so we couldn't move. We were paralyzed. We couldn't go right. We couldn't go left. We couldn't go back. We couldn't go forward. And so what did we do? We were stuck. Well, the Bible says, look up to God, call on him and he will give you a rod. Your rod may not be a stick, that moves the water, but your rod may be the word of God that gives you a word in the season to stand firm in him until he can open up the sea for you. And so he can put your feet back on dry ground. No matter what it is you're going through, no matter what it looks like ahead of you, you do not have to go back. You do not have to turn around and face the army. You do not always have to face the enemy. If you will press into God and press into his word when you are in those places. And in those situations, he will give you a way out. He will let you know how to reach your destiny. He has not called you into this place to leave you now. The Lord says, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you may go. He has not brought you this far to leave you. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so when you find yourself in a rock and a hard place, when you find yourself having nowhere else to turn, just lift your head up and turn your eyes on Jesus and allow him to part your path. I am standing in agreement with you that where you are, that this rock and a hard place is not the bitter end for you. This is the place for you to press in, to lean in and allow God to do a mighty work in you. You do not have to stand in this gap alone. If you want to reach out to me, you can leave a message. You can find me on Facebook at Marquita Green Motivates. You can drop me a message on Instagram at Life on the Beam or Marquita Green. Find me. Email me at mylifeonthebeam at gmail.com. Figure out how to connect with me, and I am more than happy to stand in a gap with you. I will be praying for you. I will be praying over all of my listeners. We got this. The best is yet to come. The Red Sea will not drown you. Your dry ground is right before you. Stay in faith. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of On The Beam. I hope that you have gotten some word or some nugget of empowerment or encouragement, motivation and inspiration to just keep you balanced and focused while on the beam of life. Come back for the next episode and be sure to share this podcast with your friends, families and loved ones. I love you. I'll be praying for you. And I am here standing in the gap with you. Have a great day. Peace.